You're a real crumb bum. Can you feel that? Can you feel what's about to happen on this field, man? So now it's fourth and 26. You want Philly Philly? This is Miracle in the Meadowlands, number two. And the Eagles fans. The Eagles fans. Eagles fans everywhere. This is for you. Welcome back. We are somewhere in between good football analysis and the mutants that call into WIP. I am Eric, and I'm joined by Dom, and we are the Philly Specialists. How we doing, Eric? I'm feeling pretty good after that uh, second mimosa tower this morning in this Miller Lite. Feeling loose, feeling good, ready to talk about uh, a few different things on this mini-sode, as we would call. Yes. Just giving you a little bit of the tip here. Just Yeah, it's a little just the tip episode. That's what yeah. we're going for here. <laughs> so, I mean, obviously, uh, nothing happened this week, right? Uh, I don't know if there's been any news for the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, but if uh, if you're living under a rock, Eric, do you want to share the uh, the current situation? Oh, yeah, I got the inside line. I got the scoop. Uh, yeah, so we weren't planning on having an episode this week. We were going to, you know, we're gonna we're on the bi-weekly schedule right now because it's the off-season. But obviously we had to come through, put something out um, about the Carson Wentz trade that took place this week. As everybody probably knows, Carson Wentz was traded to the Colts. Uh, we received a third-round pick in 2021 and a second-round pick in 2022. That conditional upon Carson Wentz playing 75% or more of snaps will become a one. And so we wanted to drop our reactions, just what we think about that and what that means for the team in a short little quick episode. Um, and that's kind of where we're at. Dom, do you want to put like a you put like a grade on it? How do you feel about the trade in general? Sure, sure. Uh, if I were to grade the trade, I would uh, probably say something like, Come on, baby, don't it hurt so good? Sometimes love, yeah, he wears number two. I hate you so much. Hurt so good. So The worst you know. person I've ever met. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know what I am. Um, <laughs> so if I'm, if I'm out here grading this trade, and I'm being honest with myself, uh, I, I kind of look at it in the view of, this trade is from the end of the 2020 season. You had statistically uh, the worst quarterback uh, in in the NFL with Carson Wentz, and you somehow got a three and a two for him. Potentially that two becomes a one. I would grade this trade a B-plus for me. Uh, we can sit here and talk about, and we've, we have talked about on our first episode, how this is a organizational failure for the Philadelphia Eagles of, of where we are, but... Um, at the end of the day, uh, we peed in our own gas tank and then still sold our car for market value, which is pretty great. I, I, I can't complain here. I'm feeling good about it. Uh, I'm, I, outside of the whole fact that we, I peed in my own gas tank and it's a, a shit trade or a shit situation, rather, um, I feel happy uh, to know that we got any value at all for the guy. So I, I guess uh, that's kind of my, my very high-level view of the trade. I, I feel optimistic for the first time since probably week three uh of last year with excuse me uh that's two mimosa towers and two miller lights already you're killing it yeah i'm feeling great i'm feeling good i'm feeling loose you didn't have to do it to him but you did i'm feeling sexy on the mic right now so i'm telling you right (laughs) now i feel i feel good today uh and uh i'm optimistic for the eagles for the first time and i would say probably nine months uh i feel like the black cloud that was this ray of sunshine hope that was carson wentz has now succeeded uh and we are now looking towards the future might be good might be bad but at least it's not so damn depressing right now so how do you feel about it er um 
I would probably give it like a C plus or a B minus. I think that given the circumstances that we all know about, um, as far as the Eagles having a problem with leverage, the Bears dropping out in the 11th hour, the market not being maybe what we hoped it would be because, again, teams knew we had to get rid of him. I think they got a decent return on his value, especially because I think there's a high likelihood that that two will become a one. Mm -hmm. And if it becomes a one, I'm pretty happy with a one and a three considering all the factors. Um, If it doesn't, I'm going to be pretty upset. And and I'm not happy that I'm going to be watching every Colts game (laughs) in 2021 with bated breath, praying that he makes it and and plays at least 75% of snaps. But, but I think it's, it's, very likely that he will, and considering everything, a one and a three is not that bad, you yeah. know? Yeah, I, I look at it like this. I like to explain things in analogy, so this is what I've kind of convinced myself into talking myself into this being a good trade. You uh, you bought a car from a, a used car salesman that has a lot of memories with this car. You took the car off the lot. You loved it. It was fast in 2017, and this guy was there with you the whole way, Frank Reich, who owned the car before. He gave you the, the how-to manual of how to keep this car up and running at the top speed. Frank Reich moved on. He focused on another car. He got a better job. And now you're sitting here, and there's only one guy who can fix this car, in my opinion, and it's Frank Reich. So as a whole, the NFL was like, well, that's a broken-down piece-of-shit car. How do how are we ever going to pay for that car? I can't afford the car. And the Eagles are like, well, we're selling it for market value. And Frank Reich is the only person, I think, who had the heart ties to Carson Wentz as a whole to say, you know what, I can fix this guy. I'm going to take the shot. And uh, I... I wish the best best for Carson Wentz because I do like the guy, and I'll, I'll say this. There's not a better situation to go to in the NFL right now than the Indianapolis Colts. Can, can we briefly touch on how certain people in the Philly media have been and continue to just shit on this guy for, like, like, like no reason? Yeah, I think now that he's gone, I mean— I think I prepared for this pain because I, I, I loved Carson Wentz and I have leaned into Jalen Hurts and, and, and not without feeling the way I do about him. And we'll get to that in the next segment about how we feel moving forward in our quarterback situation. But I think a lot of the Philadelphia media is now jumping on them, jumping on uh, Carson Wentz like rabid dogs. and It's insane. It, it's craziness. To, it's to totally think. unwarranted. It's totally unwarranted at this point. It's 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 as bad as 2020 was. It's it's hard to look at Carson Wentz and feel like you don't have a opportunity to be oh of a top 12, maybe top 10, maybe top five. At his peak, he was he was looking like that top five guy. I don't think he'll ever be that again. But to shit on him the way you did and ignore 2017, ignore 2019, ignore what he's done for the city. And I get it. I've I've been through breakups in the past where I I've said how much I hate it uh, that person, how much I despise that person. That I'm not no going to drop with. any names here. No, I'm not going to drop any names. How you doing? Um, I'm I'm happy now. I've moved on. But the fact is, it's easier to hate someone in the meantime while you get over it. It's it's so much easier to just oh they're shit. Who would ever want them? And then you move on from it because you you're like convinced yourself that this isn't the right thing and i think you're fooling yourself and you you might be i'm definitely going to be in for a rude awakening maybe come september uh but 
this guy has now moved on to uh, like a 6'2", handsome, tall, handsome man. And I'm sitting here drinking my Miller Lite in my basement going, who would ever want to date Carson Wentz? <laughs> well, <laughs> Jonathan Taylor, T.Y. Hilton, and about the best offensive line in football is now banging my ex-girlfriend. So T.Y. We're, we're going to see. <laughs> Uh, Ty is a free agent. Ty uh, free by the way. agent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But who wouldn't want to bang Carson Wentz? Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what it is. I I wish the best for the kid. I think he's going to be uh, a pretty solid player. But I think given the fact that he was never going to be that here again, you had to move on. And I'm excited to uh, see what Jalen Hurts has. Yeah, I, I I think it's a good point. At this at this point, we were where we were. We discussed what got us there, and that was the big question of what got us to the point where we had to get rid of this guy. Mm-hmm. I don't put as much of that on him as you do, but that's not really the issue so much as at this point where we are now, a deal had to be made. And as far as what they got in return, in all likelihood, assuming it becomes a one, I think it was a solid return. All right. Well, I think that's all we want to talk on on Carson Wentz. So me and Eric are going to go ahead and grab another beer for each other. And uh, we're going to drop another one of these fantastic ads from Anchor. Yeah, anchor is very important, man. Give it a listen. That was the that was the computer chair. I'd sit down, and the fart from maybe hours, maybe minutes ago would sh- release into my face. Oh, it got like, trapped. Yeah, so like farts would seep into the 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 fabric of the chair, and so now I'm here smelling a fart from a couple of days ago of like a a tap room a tap room burger. You you have uh, like you eat a tap room on Wednesday and you're still farting it I'm, out. On, well, like, no, Saturday? I'm not farting it out. That's the problem. I'm not feeling the joy of like, oh, that was that was a good burger yesterday. I'm like I'm like three days ago. I ate chicken tenders yesterday. I'm smelling tap room. I'm like I didn't even earn this. You know, I'm the type of person I want to earn my farts. And we're back with the Philly specialist here uh, on our Just the Tip episode, uh, talking Carson Wentz trade and uh, the future of the Philadelphia Eagles quarterback position. What I'd like to talk to you about, Eric, now is how you feel about the Eagles' current quarterback situation. Uh, Very high level. uh, On a scale of 1 to 10, how comfortable, how confident are you in Jalen Hurts? And then also, give me a percentage... Five. Give me a percentage uh, chance that you think the Eagles will say, uh, we agree with you, Eric. It's a, it's a five of your confidence towards Jalen Hurts, and we're going to go with another quarterback. So, whole picture, how do you feel about Jalen Hurts, 1-10, to 10, and how likely do you think the Eagles are to take a quarterback at six or even trade up? I think Hurts showed flashes of, you talked about it last week, you don't want to be the guy arguing for like pro it factor. Mm-hmm. Or X factor, you know, um, but I think he showed flashes of ability and and he showed some good things. I also think he showed a lot of bad things. I think his turnover number was kind of skewed by the fact that he had a couple bad balls that should have been picks in a few games. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a couple fumbles. I remember one. I think it was in the Cowboys game that rolled out of bounds. It was a miracle. He had a lot of fumbles actually. So there was some good. There was some bad under Sirianni, who has experience developing quarterbacks and wide receivers he may become a very good quarterback we'll see right now i'd say i'm optimistic um so yeah i give it a five i think i'm I'm excited to see what happens i really really hope i pray they don't draft a quarterback this year Mm -hmm. 
I think that would be a mistake. And I think one thing you said earlier when we were enjoying our delicious mimosas, uh, you said how you feel about Jalen Hurts isn't really a detriment to Jalen Hurts, isn't really a knock on him, but you're trying to keep yourself realistic. You're trying to keep yourself from being hurt. Do you, do you want to kind of explain that idea uh, of, of kind of the, the way that a lot of people feel about their quarterbacks being the guy, almost like christening the, the quarterback as the guy, and, and how you're, you're, you're optimistic with that five, which a lot of people would say, well, that's a 50, you know, 50% score. That's a failing score in a lot of people's world. Why do you think the five is kind of optimistic still and why do you think that uh wh- why are you being so i guess cautious with your ranking cautious with your evaluation of jalen hurts because i watched him play i watched him play not super well right you know he was okay and i want to give him the benefit of the doubt because in the same way that i wanted to make excuses for carson wentz you know because the line was bad and the receivers are bad and the game plan was bad i have to give him the benefit of the doubt because I did it for Wentz, and I have to do it for Hertz. Um, that said, I had had 16, 17, 18, 19 of Carson Wentz play to look back on and say, oh, well, here's why I feel confident he'll bounce back. I don't have that for Jalen Hurts. So my confidence in Wentz, had he not been traded, and if he was still on the team, would be more like a 7.5 or 8. And my confidence in Hurts is a 5. He gets a 2.5 point minus because... I haven't seen that much good Hurts play yet. We'll see what he becomes. You know, if the arm talent turns out to not be a huge issue and he can really make the throws, that'll be a lot better. Yep. We'll see. There's no making a hard fast judgment on Jalen Hurts right now would be foolish. Right, right. And um I, I hear you. I respect you. Um in the words of uh, a friend of mine uh, who's an imbecile, he said, I'll see it when I believe it. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go over here and uh, make that rash judgment, make that high rating. I'm going to tell you right now, Jalen Hurts, my confidence going forward in him is a 8. My confidence is officially a 4 because you buy into <laughs> every single hype train, every single hype train on the Eagles roster you buy into. I didn't buy in a Greg Ward. I, w- I will say I'm not a Greg Ward stan. But other than that, I'll give you that. Uh, so, But let me explain this to you about Jalen Hurts. I look at other quarterbacks who have shown promise, who have the college pedigree, less so than Jalen Hurts. There's the Josh Allens of the world. Uh, maybe you've heard of him, and I'm about to make a comp that a lot of people are going to hate. Maybe you've heard of him. He's from Texas A&M, played at a great school. Patrick Mahomes. Well, guess what? I'm going to tell you some people that believe. I'm going to tell you some people. Literally go fuck yourself. (laughs) I'm going to tell you some people that believed in Jalen Hurts throughout his career. Nick Saban, probably the best coach in college football history. Lincoln Riley, people who see him as a genius. People think he is an offensive innovator, and he took Jalen Hurts' game to the next level. Everyone that's ever said anything about Jalen Hurts has lauded his ability to work, his ability to get better every way, shape, and form that has been presented to him. Jalen Hurts is the type of player, the type of athlete that you want at that quarterback position, and he is limited in certain aspects. But what I like to look at and what gives me hope is 
Josh Allen. Josh Allen was viewed as a guy who was not going to make it to that next level. Josh Allen put the time in, put the work in, and showed this year that a quarterback that has flaws can spend the time, take the time, improve, and become a better quarterback. And that's what you saw this year with Josh Allen, and that's what I'm hoping to see year one into year two, year two into year three with Jalen Hurts. Eric, please tell me why I, I'm wrong. I, I, it's not that you're wrong. I, I, I hope you're right. I pray you're right. Sometimes you're right. Sometimes Josh Allen's exist. Mm-hmm. But for every Josh Allen, there's a Paxton Lynch and a Josh Rosen, and to a lesser extent, a Sam Darnold. And the, the, there's just at this point, it's just no way of knowing. I'm not ready to buy in. I sure am praying that he's the next Russell Wilson, like Delco Robbie says, mm-hmm. but. Shout I out just Delco Robbie. shout out the Delco Robbie. <laughs> um, I hope, I sure do hope, and the, he's got my support. I want to see him do great. I really do. I'm, I'm rooting for him. But like right now, I, I'm not going to go on record saying he's going to be the next great quarterback in the NFL. That's crazy. Yeah, and uh, I'm going to tell you this: if you're a listener of this podcast, there are two uh, options for you. You can. Go the Eric route, and if Jalen Hurts is successful, you're going to be really happy. If you go my route, you can take your handmade wings, fly with me, Syphysis. Oh, that's not Syphysis, was it? What are you talking about? The uh, Greek mythology where you fly to the sky and then the the glue melt it and you crash down. Oh, it flew too close to the sun. Um, Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Well, you can fly with me, my sons, and enjoy... This trip up the hype train. And if you're right, you get to be the most annoying, arrogant people in the world. Icarus. 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 Syphysis is the guy who pushed up the rock. But you can fly with me, Icarus, and enjoy the meteoric rise of Jalen Hurts. Or you can prepare your emotions and uh, not get hurt. Uh, whatever you want to do. but uh, It's really your call. It's really your call. It's really so, your call. So we're, just, we're all on the same page of like. Oh, hoping, we all want it. We all want Jalen Hurts to be good. I'm trying to temper my expectations, and, and I right. think that I have a good basis of logic to do yeah. that. And you are not doing that. No, no, I'm I'm putting all my eggs into one basket. And here's the craziest part about this. To the second part of my question, how do I think the Eagles are going to address uh, uh, their draft at six? I think there's like a 35 percent chance they take quarterback. I'll kill myself. I I understand live that. on air. Panvini would kill himself, and we're gonna do a. We're gonna talk about this really quick. We're probably gonna do a live stream for the draft, have a bunch of beers and react to it. Thank God this year, the pick will be in the first like twenty minutes of the draft, as opposed to unless they trade back four times, which, oh, <laughs> which, I, no. think has, which I think has a bigger bigger chance yes. of happening. <laughs> well, worst case scenario, but I think that there is a strong chance that they take to quarterback because. Although I don't agree with it, I'm not the type of person that sees Justin Fields or Zach Wilson or Trey Lance as that, quote, generational talent. Howie Roseman and uh, uh, Jeffrey Lurie could look at these guys and go, these are... We're a quarterback Camus. factory. We're a quarterback, We're a quarterback factory. factory. A, a factory. Um, I but, stuck up for him last week, but I want to punch him in his face every time I think <laughs> yeah, about that. We, we stick up for him because we just don't want to be as sad as we actually are. But... I think they look at these guys, and, and if, if you believe it, and I don't fault them if they do, I don't see it, but if someone smarter than me uh, 
says, uh, listen, I, I see Justin Fields. Yeah, because the see... Eagles scouting department has just been yeah, well, lights yeah. out. Well, I mean, I would hope they're more qualified than me. But I don't see it with Wilson. I don't see it with, with Lance. And I, I don't see it with Fields. I have my issues with all three of those. I think tr- uh, Trevor Lawrence is like a home run. I think that guy is going to be uh, the reason that the Jags are, are finally relevant, truly relevant. But when I look at these other guys, I see flaws. I see things that there's nothing that makes me feel, oh, well, we we don't even need to see what Jalen Hurts is. We don't even need to look at Jalen Hurts because we have Justin Fields or we have Zach Wilson or we have Mac Jones. Like, there, there's, there's none of those guys that blow me away to that degree. So I say let's address something we need, whether it's wide receiver, whether it's trading back and getting pits, whether it's trading back and getting a lineman, whether it's trading back and getting Parsons. Fill other holes and then go address your quarterback because you may have the quarterback in-house. I agree with your philosophy. I don't think that we should take a quarterback under any circumstances this year. I do not want to be the Browns. I do not want to be a team, a bad team that drafts a young quarterback and ruins their career before it starts. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be that. That is a, a losing formula. The Browns did it for years and years and years until they wised up and they started spending assets on talent and then brought in a quarterback in Baker who is pretty good, but because there's so much talent on the team, because you have like a dual running back threat like Chubb and Hunt, and because you have a Miles Garrett on that team, mm-hmm. and because you brought in Odell and Jarvis Landry, that's enough. When you spend a lot of assets on... Uh, talent around your quarterback, it makes your quarterback shine. I think Baker looks better than he is, or at least he did for some of this year because yeah. the Browns like made that investment. I, I'd rather be that team that spends assets on talent around the team because look at what happened last year. We we destroyed a franchise quarterback in Carson Wentz. Yeah, it, we, it just continued to get worse. So I really, really am praying that they don't draft a quarterback this year and I also don't think that they will I think 35 is a high it's just I think it's too high I would say there's like a 10 to 15 percent chance max Mm -hmm. and the reason is because Howie we know now after more and more information has come out that that Jalen Hurts was Howie's guy he was afraid to miss out on Russell Wilson the way he did eight years ago whatever however Mm -hmm. long ago it was that Russell Wilson was drafted eight, eight, ten years whatever he was so scared to miss out on that guy again. That you were willing to draft a guy you didn't need it just so you wouldn't be... Uh, yeah. Six weeks after signing a quarterback for $128 yeah. million or whatever the total of that contract was. Yeah, so foolish. It, I think that his. I think that for the first time... If you would have asked me a couple months ago, I would have said that Howie's untouchable. Jeffrey Lloyd seems to love him. But I think for the first time, he's genuinely... his His success in his career right now is tied to Jalen Hurts because the Jalen Hurts pick ultimately probably cost the Eagles a head coach, cost mm-hmm. the Eagles a franchise quarterback, cost the Eagles $34 million against the cap in a year where the cap was reduced due to COVID and they were already in a cap bind. I think that this Jalen Hurts pick has to pan out or the implications on Howie and his career in the Eagles organization are huge. And so I can't see him doing anything to undermine the possibility of Jalen Hurts being successful. And so I don't think that there's any way. The the only way I could see them taking a quarterback is if by some, like God himself comes down 
and Trevor Lawrence falls to six. Then take a quarterback. But don't you dare take Fields or Wilson or Trey Lance. Just don't do it. It, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, no. This team's I, not ready to bring in a young quarterback and just assume they're going to be good. And and we can't afford. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but we cannot afford another quarterback controversy. I agree with you 100. percent And if I if we're running, if the Philadelphia uh, Eagles hired the Philly specialist, I think both of us are the type of people that want to build a foundation first. They should hire us. They should. I, I honestly, it's a no brainer, Jeffrey. We're cheaper. We're way, way more enhancer. Way cheaper. Way more handsome. We'll split a million a year. We'll split a million a year, and then all you have to do is uh, get that Bud Light sponsorship out of my face and make us a Miller Light What's podcast. With, what is your Bud problem with trash. Bud Light? I'm a Miller Light man. But that's beyond the point. That's important. I think we need to talk about this. We can talk about that the on Bud Light a not a just crazy. the tip episode because I'll go on for years Fine. about this. But at the end of the day. What about also, Natty? Natty's good. Hey, guess what? Also, there's a there's a local Philadelphia beer not sponsoring us, but they're all over Twitter. Kenwood, yo, best of Very luck good. to these guys. A nice, beautiful can. The can sells you on it. We're not even paid by these guys yet. Yet. We just like the beer. We just like the beer. Pay us. Give us a beer. One. Honestly, give us give us a a, a case a week. I'll I'll we'll plug you every week. I'll plug no you problem. on air. I, if if I can drink for free. I'm into it. We are very open marketing ourselves, uh, but as I would say, you know, wrapping this episode up, uh, trying to keep it short, which we probably haven't done the best job of. No, we're good. We're going we're gonna to roll in at about 25. Okay, that's perfect. So I would wrap this up by saying, um, given the situation that you were in, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles did the best they could. Uh, they put themselves in a dumpster, and we should in no way applaud them for climbing out of the dumpster because you still smell like trash. But I think going forward, there's there's some hope on my end. And hopefully that the Eagles take our advice and they go ahead and move forward with building a great foundation of a team uh, by, by picking some of our, our weaknesses first and then addressing quarterback a little bit later, if you even have to, because uh, like I said, it does hurt so good. Yeah, Sometime, baby... It hurts so good. Sometimes love, yeah, he wears number two. Yes, it hurts so good. And sometimes the truth hurts. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This has been the Philly Specialist. Check us out on Twitter at PHL Specialist and at Instagram at The Philly Specialist. Uh, We have a special thing that we set up this week. If you go to Garage Pashunk and you are wearing an Eagles uh, any type of Eagles fanware, you will get to uh, get a free beer from us. All you have to do is follow us on Instagram or uh, Twitter. And there's really no way for us to enforce that. Yeah, yeah. But you can just, just get the it. beer. Uh, just whatever. do it. I mean, Gonnet, I know, Gonnet, if you're listening to this, I know you're just going to go there and drink the beer and you're probably going to say, actually, can I have a, a, a Colt 45? I don't, I don't really like Miller Lite. Well, guess what? Now you've listened to another 25-minute episode of me talking. You must like us. There's no denying it. There's no point. you love us. Whether you want to or not, you love this. You love it. You like it. Na 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 boo boo. Thanks and that's for a us. Thanks for joining us on today's episode. Uh on the episode you guys are gonna hear next week, we're gonna talk about Nick Sirianni and his staff, take a little bit of a deeper dive. Believe it or not, people have requested that we talk about that. So uh we have requests. 
Thanks, Jos. You made me uh, so take spend that, my free time Dad. reading about a coach. You know how hard it is to find something about a 39-year-old man who hasn't done anything except offensive coordinator? Uh, it's not easy. Appreciate me, Dad. I think you did good. Thanks. I appreciate it. Son. <laughs> See you guys next week. Thank you very much for listening.